0: Hello, hello, madcaps, and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with your host, the one and only, yours truly, the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. Now, I hope all has been well. Apologies, I, I, I know. They're all over my keyboard. I know, I know. No pod the last couple of weeks after a hot start to the new season, I know. And no announcement. I know I'm slacking on the social media, on the Instagram, getting stuff up there. Uh, I, I Just a lot of shit going on. And I was starting to wonder, was it maybe picking a bad time to restart the pot? No, I did give a little fair warning. It'd be a little sporadic, you know, until we get into the new place eventually, hopefully by the end of the year. It's just going to be a little sporadic. A lot of personal things going on at the moment, too. And we were busy with Easter at one point. Sam had a lot. Just, just a lot going on. But I had to make sure I got a pod out this week. Yeah, Easter's funny, isn't it? Painted eggs. There's a history to that. They used to do that. Why did they used to do that? I should have looked it up. But on the other hand, pretty sure. Previous pod previous season i discussed the history behind uh easter so but it's been a crazy couple of weeks and uh you know to make it all that much more fun be dealing with one hell of a fire of the ibs variety that is and what, what an odd disorder to have kind of feel like it's just when they lump a bunch of randos with stomach issues in you know Yeah, well, he's got major tummy issues. but We can't quite figure out what the hell it is. Let's come up with something new, specifically for this. A diagnosis for these people with stomach issues we can't fix or figure out. We'll call it angry stomach syndrome. What do you think? What do you think, Nicholas? (laughs) Irritable bowel syndrome. Want to go to the show tonight? Nah, man. Can't. Fucking tummy's being... Irritable. Real irritable motherfucker right now. It's very odd. odd. To me, it's odd. All I know is my stomach acts like a real dickhead sometimes. And I've had tubes up one hole, down the other to get checked out. And currently... Went saw the doctor. I had to go see my regular doctor before making an appointment for the stomach doctor. Best advice: keep a food log. Okay. Mm. And I really wanted to get a pot out before 420. four twenty. Four four twenty. This is one of my favorite holidays of the year. I wanted to get a pot out specifically celebrating that day. And I was just too busy dealing with the stomach issues. I just because it, it's not just interrupt sleep and stuff like that, so it makes me more tired, but it's exhausting. It takes a toll. Sitting here complaining about how many problems. It's a bitch, though. It, it really sucks. But I, I was bummed that I wasn't able to get one out for 420. So happy belated 420. I gotta tell you, me and the wife smoked out. Watched some NBA, NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Watch the little beavers in butthead, we'll get to that later. Watch them next Friday. That's what was on when I first got home. The wife had been watching all the movie, all the Friday movies were on, and I, it was just getting into um, next Friday. And I just, I fucking love that. Uh, the, the third one's okay, but the Friday trilogy, good stuff. The first two movies, fucking love them. Day Day just fucking kills me. And I got to thinking, you know really too late to do a huge celebration for 420 what are the best stoner movies Not everybody can go through and pick it you like again friday trilogy it's a great pick you gotta love Jin chong half-baked pineapple express uh fear and Loathing. there's uh, so many how high there's a lot of good shit out there i think for me top three Although now I'm looking at my top three. It feels very white. Uh, but, alas, Dazed and Confused. So I want to put a classic one in there. And that's just kind of the classic stoner movie, right? Dazed and Confused. Number two, I'm not sure if this exactly counts as a stoner movie. But the weed has a big part to do with it. Lockstock Two Smoking Barrels by Guy Ritchie. Jason Statham's in it. I love that fucking movie. Good stuff. That and Snatch, man. Early Guy Ritchie was good shit. But I'd, I'd have to say Big Lebowski is my tops. You know? I mean, it, 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 I would have put the original Friday somewhere in my tops. It's definitely there. But we discussed Friday going into this. Right? I guess if I had to, my top four, I put Friday, number two. But my tops. Number one, favorite stoner movie. I look at it as a stoner movie. First time I watched it, I was super high with my brother, Dane. It's good times, good memory. And I love this fucking movie, The Big Lebowski. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Anyway, enough about IBS, 420, my personal complaints and grievances. Let's get into it. That first topic of the pod. Australian firehawks. Now, I saw I, weird first topic I know, but I saw something on Instagram about this, and these fuckers are amazing, super interesting. See, they follow fires because they know the fire smokes out their prey, right? They know this. So they follow fires. You take advantage of the prey running from the fires. And some of them, some of them are smart enough that they will grab a branch, a reed that is on fire and fly it somewhere else and drop it down to create another fire. Smoking the prey out. They're crazy. They're crazy. I'm just like, what, what, what? What, what the what the fuck? Th- there used to be like some little video clips back in the day, uh, like nature is scary or some shit like that. You know, nature is scary. Nature, you scary. You remember that? You know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving on, we move to sports and entertainment. There's kind of a lot going on with sports, right? I mean. We have the NBA, NHL playoffs underway. Go Nuggets! Go Go Avs. A Rough start for the ads, huh? They play today. Recording this Saturday afternoon. My Avalanche play tonight. But it's been some a lot of road teams. One game ones in both sports. Like it's just been, it's fun. It's always. To me, a good time this time of year. I've talked about it a lot. Jose, I enjoy this time of year. You got basketball and, and and hockey playoffs going on. And we just got done with March Madness. And then this year we got the Battle Bots tournament going on. I feel like it goes at different times, that Battle Bots tournament. But this year it's going on. It, it starts, I think we got one more week and then it starts. But that's gonna be going on. And then, you know. Just baseball, as far as but you know me, I'm into that new Japan pro wrestling, and holy shit, that's been on fire! They just had a really awesome show. Um, was it a week or two ago? Sakura Genesis, a lot of big matches. Hiromu kept his title against uh Robbie Eagles, who is now in Zack Siba Jr.'s faction TMDK. That's pretty cool, Mercedes Monet. Defended her title in a triple threat. She successfully defended. She's awesome to watch. Everybody was like, coming from WWE, is she going to be able to hang with these Japanese female wrestlers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, so good. So far, so good. Is that how it goes? And then Okada lost the belt to Sonata, the new Sonata, another newly reformed individual who left his faction for another. And the guy who left Bullet Club, Switchblade, 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 Jay White, he is now All Elite. He moved over to AEW, so good for him. Sorry, little side notes on the wrestling. But I'm, t- I'm telling you, anybody into programs, anybody into programs, you need to go check out New Japan Pro Wrestling's Secure Genesis Show. Genesis Show. <laughs> I cannot speak well today at all, right? Is it like, goodness of oh, gracious? Goodness, gracias. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff, good stuff. Anyway. So we got playoffs going on. But, but hey, we also next week have the nfl draft fucking which is awesome but i always enjoy the nfl draft and you know you know even though i'm not as deep into the fantasy football world as i used to be uh you know i really do still enjoy uh you know a lot of aspects of the sport and it is they kind of built it up to where it is a year-round money maker and uh you you know at times it's like (laughs) oh Participate, just be part of the fan machine that keeps this. way, well, you know, when they can't, they can't put fucking real grass on the fields to make it safer for the players. They want to play more games and do this and do that, and then cherry pick which stats, uh, you know, make their argument look good and ignore ones that don't. Like, I sometimes have a hard time supporting it. But I also then remind myself I'm also supporting the players, right? Supporting the players. And uh, I appreciate they get out on that battlefield. I know, I know. People will say they're playing the game for a living. And I say, you keep your body year-round in good enough shape, or just about year-round, in good enough shape to play football at that level. You tell me if it's just playing a game. A lot of fucking work. It's A lot of fucking work. I'm saying, saying. But I do like the draft. I do like uh, seeing where the players are going to go, even though I feel like they should be able to pick. should be a draft of the players picking the teams, but whatever. See, see, it gets so torn when it comes to football, sports in general. But anyway, we move on to entertainment news because there's a lot of shit going on. Mario movie's doing well. Everybody's talking about the, the evil did. Uh, that shit looks good. But I'm telling you, I want to see are they gonna do anything with the Army of Darkness? I would like to see that remade. That is one of my favorite movies from my youth. This is my boomstick. Ah, boomstick. I would like to see. You know what I really like to see? I'd like to see Army of Darkness remade and John Cena. <laughs> no, John Cena is turning. You see how he is now in the expedia commercial and things like that. He's turning a little bit more into like Ernest. I see so I saw something on Instagram, someone making the comparison. So I don't have a real good one for the Army of Darkness, but I just uh it was more the chin. The chin gave me the idea. But love me, some army of darkness. That's great shit. Uh, but yeah, a lot of stuff going to. movies coming out and more shows, and we heard we hear we getting we we, we hear we getting we hear we're getting a new Harry Potter series. You know they're redoing Harry Potter. It's going to be a series, and I'm stoked. I'm just I know some people are like, we already went through it. No, 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 no. My only issue is, again, as always, I don't have the time for this shit. You know, I don't have the motherfucking time to watch all this shit. But yeah. Keep putting out cool shit because eventually, someday, I will have the time to watch it all and I will. And I will. We're also getting another Game of Thrones series, The Hedge Knight. I'm interested in that. And apparently, some new Lord of the Rings films. And it sounds like they're going to be covering like a whole, you know, period of time and it will include what the previous movies cover. I don't know. It's getting. Sounds interesting. I'll be interested to see how they do it and how they pull it off because uh, again, I'm down for all this shit. Some people don't care. Some people are too fucking picky. Oh, you're going to screw up a good thing? I don't care. No, They just want to make more money, more content, more money. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Bring me more content. I'm good. Give me new cool shit to watch. I'm down. But again, I got to find the time. (laughs) Like I just found out about Alice in Borderland. I don't know if I talked about it on a previous pod or not, but this show is right up my fucking alley, and it looks amazing. And I just happened to stumble across it when I I was looking up something for something. I know that doesn't make a lot of sense, but I was looking up something for something and came across King of Spades from Alice in Borderland. What the shit is this? I was looking up King of Spades for something. What the fuck was it for? (laughs) Not Not that it matters, but again... Great. It looks awesome. But when am I going to have time, especially right now with the NBA and NHL playoffs going on? What the fuck am I going to do? I need to hit the, I need to start playing the lottery again. I don't spend a lot of money. I'm not, I don't go crazy with it. Or I didn't when I was, you know, I would just like once a week or once every two weeks, just depending on, you know, I get two or three tickets. That's it. And just see. I don't need to win the whole thing. Just let me win a little chunk, you know, just a little chunk. That's all I need. That's all that that's all all me and the fam needs, you know. Get us a little more sturdy in life, you know. Just a little chunk get us along, you know. That's all. No, I do give me the. I mean, I take the whole thing, but you know, I don't need the whole thing. It's okay. Just, just, just a chunk, a nice chunk, but you know. Anyway, okay, that's what I got for you. We're gonna take a quick, quick break. A quick break. Wow, I cannot speak today. Quick break, and then we'll be back with the Wheel of Madness. That's right. With, that's right. Again, that's right. That's right. My friend Brian the Baker. He will be joining us yet again. Yes. So, quick break. We'll be right back to hit that Wheel of Madness. Hey, all you weed heads out there, (laughs) dudes, I know you're parched, but that's all right. I've got the drink for you right here, weed water, bam, that's right, it's chock full of vitamins, electrolytes, and that bomb ass THC, that's right, you know, it'll hydrate you while heightening your high, friends, that's right, that's right, so if you got that chill, smoke sesh, I mean, nothing goes down the goal better than a little weed water, available in a sweet indica. Sativa or hybrid? Friends, go out and pick yourself up a bottle of weed water today and hydrate yourself. (laughs) All right, friends. See you later. This is not a real product. Okay, Madcaps, we are back. We are back, and as promised, so is my guy, Brian the Baker, for another round of the Wheel of Madness. Welcome back, Brian, buddy. What's up? Not too
1: much. Thanks for having me again.
0: Of course, of course. Now, the Wheel, as we know, 30 minutes, eight topics. We're going to try and get through what we can. And this week, we have Crazy Space Shit. Well, as always, we have something about space. Um, Then we have 300. No, not that 300. We have a top six, which we'll get to. Leaky info. A mystery category. I guess I should have this facing towards the fucking camera. That would make sense. (laughs) And then not scraping against the microphone as well. That would help. Tennessee, we see you. Gone glaciers. I was like, what the fuck is that? The next conspiracy. And yes, so there we go. That's that's our topics. Brian, are you ready for the Wheel of Madness? Absolutely. I'm still All listening. right. Let's get it going. Let's see where we go first. <laughs> Leaky info. So, I debated taking this off the wheel because yeah. it's been a minute. But also... It's kind of a big deal. I mean, this has happened a few times in history. Um, mm-hmm. but basically, the suspect has been arrested, obviously, Jack, I don't even know how to say to Sarah I think yeah. I've seen baseball players with the X in the middle of the name. I'm pretty sure it's something like that. but he's a member of the Massachusetts Air National Guard, and he was posting highly classified what look like pictures of just pictures of documents like out laid out somewhere. And he was mm-hmm. posting these docs online, like on Discord, and it it ranged from anything from information on the U.S. spying on friends and foes alike, mm-hmm. and the state of the Ukraine war, things like that. And it kind of brings me back to the whole spy balloons, when we kind of talked a little bit about this, and I'm like, everybody's spying on each other. See? Right. Everybody's spying on each other. We're spying on our friends and our enemies, and uh, Yeah. So apparently, just a bunch of that. Obviously, not great. But I mean, you know, what do you glean from all of this? I guess, Mister Brian. Um,
1: it's 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 kind of strange to think that this guy would be able to get his hands on this stuff, um, because of his rank and because of how classified all the information that he's. Uh, spreading is right. It it begs the question of how the fuck is he getting the information? You know, either it's it either he hacked into something, or it's being passed down the line. So, is this guy just kind of like the fall guy? Right.
0: Or yeah, and because... if so,
1: then then who is really behind it?
0: Right. You know. It is interesting because it did sound like from the last thing that I read on it that they were still looking into this shit, right. still investigating. Mm-hmm. Because it is likely not just him. And that's their right. deal is is the threat, is there still a threat out there? Um, and so I think that's where we're at right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yes, I, I think we'll wait and see. If anything else comes out about that, because I'm with you, it is a little fishy. So you would think there has to be someone higher up the ladder giving this individual access, but. You would have to assume so. Who knows? I guess we'll find out. So hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Never know. Okay. Next topic. We'll find out if it suits them, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah we just did that leaky info again leaky info again okay Tennessee we see you so this topic also slightly older but I had to hang on to this one because this one I just just I see you Tennessee okay so in this story three Democratic representatives uh representative Justin Jones Justin Pearson Gloria Johnson uh Gloria Johnson I might just for purposes of this is a white lady the other two black men they all three took part in a protest for stricter gun control they went on the chamber floor obviously this pissed republicans off and the house voted to expel two of the three you can guess which two uh from the legislature now they were eventually brought back on uh temporarily until they get through these special elections which are to be held to replace them so they're temporary representatives and they can of course run again to try and get their seat back but this this is i mean it's just funny i to me some of the republican shit with their you know all about freedom but then this shit like (laughs) like it's just it it blows my mind what are your thoughts on all this whole story brian
1: uh, honestly, I don't know much about it. I'm actually looking into it
0: now. Mm. Um, Sorry, please. I should have sent you something on it. Terrible no. hosting <laughs> job.
1: <laughs>
0: uh. I don't mind. I'm, I'm more, I'm, I, I admit often. I would like to have transparency. I, I admit often. Full of mistakes. So, mm-hmm. point is to learn from them. And most of the time <laughs> I do. But it is wild, and because I guess to me, like, okay, so the January sixth riot, people are making a big, bigger deal out of it than it was. But this was bad enough; you had to expel these dudes, but mm-hmm. not the white lady. <laughs> like, like it's just like I see you, Tennessee. That's 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 just where I'm <laughs> at with that one. See, I'm wondering, um, for what reason did they give? Um, Basically that they caused a disruption on the chamber floor, which was true, but I think the last, it's been decades since someone had been ousted like that, and um, I have to look back. I wish I would have remembered that part of the article or put it in my notes, Um, but it's been a long time since that happened, and it was some pretty severe shit. For the reason being for them being ousted when, or someone being ousted when this had previously happened. Wish I could right. remember the facts. But so this, this is kind of not something that happens anyway. And so to happen over this protest is it, just, it's, it's kind of wild. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, um, again, special elections to be held and these dudes, uh, Representative Jones, Representative Pearson, they can run again. And they yes. are currently the temporary representatives. Um, but to me, it just felt like Republicans going, We didn't we didn't like that shit. So we're gonna punish you right. guys. <laughs> like, and it was over gun control. I don't know if I mentioned that. It was a gun it's control a, protest thing you mentioned. Yeah, so this, yeah.
1: This was apparently in response to the the shooting that happened down there in the school.
0: Yes. Yes. See, it's been a minute, but I wanted to keep this in there because it's just like, I don't know. Like I said, it's just the way they're so picky and choosy about that. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We're going to spin the wheel again. See where we get that. Now we're doing repeats, more repeats. Let's not keep doing that. The mystery subject. So I was sitting down back when we were originally supposed to record and I'm putting together my show sheet and I'm thinking, you know, what's something we haven't talked about. we really haven't talked about music really like at all, pretty much even just outside on cigarette breaks. Like we haven't really talked about. So as someone who loves music, as someone who is a musician, I do people joke like drummers aren't musicians, but I, 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 what's the word i'm looking for i almost said concur but that is not that's the opposite of the word the i'm looking for concur. but anyway i object. very much disagree with that so what
1: that's what i object
0: yes i i object that's a good one so i i you know music fan like for me it's always been part of my life like back in my youth uh you know, I was big on the roller skating music because I was chick crazy. And like, I can remember middle school, I just wanted a damn girlfriend. So I liked what, you know, what was popular at the time and loved going to the roller skating rink, getting, you know, listening to that kind of music. And then I kind of slowly started finding my way into rock and roll and a little bit of Green Day, a little bit of Offspring. And then I was shown Metallica and I'm like, Oh, now this is some good shit. And me and my mm-hmm. friends would get in the backyard and blast some some one from Injustice for All, mm-hmm. and we'd be out there with our hockey sticks like we were playing guitar. <laughs> it was a blast. And then one day, I'm eventually like, uh, well, I got to try playing something. Got myself a guitar. Well, I was I was fucking horrible, man. And I'm right. like, this is bullshit because it, you know I have all these on um, both my parents' sides of the family, musicians everywhere, and I'm mm-hmm. like, it's in my blood. Why am I terrible at guitar? And my neighbor friend, uh, Asian dude named Hemingway, Mm -hmm. he bought a drum set. And we were going to start a band. But neither one of us could play our instrument worth (laughs) a shit. And so one day we were like, hey, why don't we switch up? And Hemingway was actually on my guitar, was getting his hands down, playing the chords. And I was like, hey, he's actually jamming a little bit. And I just started... Like, oh, I'm a natural at this shit. So then that's, that's you know, it was over. It was over. Yeah, like, we switched. Yes, we switched. And uh, I was going to sell him. He sold me his drums. I was going to sell him my guitar, but he went out and bought a Flying V because then he was all, yeah, I'm going to be just, yeah. he was all into the guitar shit. And so... Yeah. And I've and over time, I've learned to play some guitar, some bass. I, I had a band where I was a guitar player. We played one show. Um, that was when I first sobered up. It was some of the wildest shit. Like, I was just, just looking for people to jam with. And I had this roommate move in with me. And he could do vocals. So I'm writing lyrics. He's doing vocals. I'm writing guitar parts. And then we find a drummer and a bass player. We play a show. Two nights later... The drummer beats up the bass player. That's the end of that band. <laughs> and he beat him up because he was beating on his girlfriend. And then they ended. Up, he ended up pressing charges. The girlfriend backed the boyfriend instead of the, the dude. defending. It was just some wild shit. Anyway, I digress. Um, so I've you know I've learned to play some other stuff, but drummer at heart. And so I really, I've always veered towards anything rock because I remember Metallica was great, but then one of my cousins was like, oh, you think that's good? You should see Pantera. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, holy shit. I remember one of the first songs was off of Far Beyond Drummond, the album, and the song Becoming. And the double bass pedals from the drum, from Vinnie Paul in that song, just melt your brain. Or they did for me when I first heard it. I'm just like, holy (laughs) shit. A lot of people probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But it it then became where i'm I'm very much if you look at my music selection in my phone there's a ton of everything you know i got some rap except for country not so in the country but some some old school rock some rap um some folksy stuff there's different shit in there but there's a lot of metal and i think that's partly because i love the emotion of it but also as a drummer like That's the funnest shit to play, man. I've Mm. played in a country band. I've played in a classic rock band. I've played in a jazz band. No Mm. shit. I've never had more fun playing drums than playing heavy metal. It's exhausting, but it is a blast to play. So I did little of my musical story and kind of what I'm into. And again, because we never really talked about music. Mm -hmm. So what about you, Mr. Brian?
1: Um. So, I mean, shit, I I tried um, signing up for drums in, like, I think it was, like, 6th or 7th grade, and uh, everyone had to pick their instruments, and um, I didn't get the drums. I ended up getting stuck with trombone, and I fucking hated it. And uh, so I did that for, like, two or three years until they, like, let you stop playing an instrument. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like like listening to music i always appreciate songs that have um you know like a, a i always appreciate bands that have a good drummer mm-hmm. um more than like uh you know vocals or or stuff like that it's it's always been about drums and about you know beats for me um and i haven't I don't have much experience actually playing drums, Mm. um, but, you know, keeping a beat and stuff comes pretty naturally to me. But to, to take that. That's half the battle. Yeah. um, To take that from, you know, just keeping a beat on a table or whatever Mm. to, to knowing, you know, what parts they're actually hitting, you know, to make the noises that are, that are going on Mm -hmm. uh like i said i'm not i'm not uh super familiar with it
0: well if you ever want man whenever i get my place set up because Mm -hmm. congrats again to you getting a house you'll soon be setting up your own new place eventually i'll get there hopefully by the end of the year and if so then i should have a place whether renting or owning where i have a jam spot and if so you'll have to come over and jam on some drums i'll show you a few things uh because that's man that and that i miss it because it's like it's a gym in itself if you play drums (laughs) like you're getting a lot of exercise in i promise so all right and go ahead and hit the wheel well i'm glad i'm glad because I'm very much the same way as a drummer. I very much hear the drummer because I feel like sometimes I hear a song and I'm like, man, that's not the right beat for that, <laughs> which sounds sure. very egotistical on my part. But, you know, it is. I very much listen. They've got to have a good drummer. And I really like bands that um, like to send like messages, like Rage Against the Machine, Ooh. System of a Down. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I love uh, those types of bands as well. But yeah. All right, here we go. 300. No, not that 300. Not the 300, the movie. Although I did enjoy the shit out of that the first time I saw it. 300 is this new uh, thing I, I've come across. I had not heard about it before, but it's basically, it's it's another take on the, there's a secret cabal rules the world conspiracy. Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't find a shit ton of info on this um but a lot of it traces to this dr john coleman and he has this book um oh shit it says article so i have an article god damn it hold on <laughs> <laughs> Uh again spectacular hosting all right let's see let's see let's see let's see here we go <clears throat> so This Dr. John Coleman is apparently or allegedly a former intelligence agent of British M16 or I6, I guess. I don't know. And he discusses the Tavistock Institute for Human Behavior. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, there's a whole lot of shit in this article. (laughs) But the essence is there's like a group of 300 that yeah. essentially uh, roll you roll. know yeah 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 and so you know much like the Illuminati or anything else mm-hmm. Um and I'm trying to see there was a particular there was a reason I'm sure I wanted to go to this article but again had it here for a few weeks and... oh because Tavistock uh, the Tavistock Institute developed mass brainwashing techniques which were Ooh. first uh, used experimentally on American prisoners of war in Korea. Experiments in crowd control methods that have been widely used. on the... So this is a lot of his claims. Uh, Brainwashing, crowd control, um, all sorts of things. And uh, a lot of ties to Roosevelt. So look into this. I think. This is on sourcewatch.org is where I found this particular thing. Um, but it's just interesting. it's it it's it, I go back to what I've said a lot. People have kind of ruined conspiracy theories for me. However, would I find it hard to believe a secret group, a secret force, had the majority of sway and influence over the world? I could see that yes. 100%. there's all the other shit that's added in and you know um so i don't know this is just another one of those but it, it, it's yeah i don't know i'm trying to think i know i had better ideas on this back when i first looked it up, <laughs> and now i'm just like oh my goodness but anyway brian you go ahead and let me know what you think about this or just these kinds of theories in general so Excuse me.
1: Um from what I read up on it, it's they're basically saying it's like another uh Freemasons group or something to that effect but right. it's making um and like like if you're looking like I'm on I'm on Wikipedia at the moment. But if you if you look at all the sources for the information that it's coming from, like these people have been written about since like the like 1913. Um and it's saying that that it was founded in like the 1700s right um, i mean whether or not they're called the illuminati or what it it i'm not going to put it past anyone to suggest that you know there's a secret government or or something going on beyond, behind the scenes that are pulling all the strings, and they're kind of like dance puppets, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, uh, I could definitely see it being a thing. Yeah, and it also mentions the uh, the Rothschilds, which, you know, do have a lot of power and influence.
0: Yeah, I. Again, it's it's. It's one of those where, like, I'm more willing to definitely listen. Uh, cool. Like, you come out with me with flat Earth, I'm I'm gonna tell you to fuck off. Yeah. Or if you come out with me with secret cabal, I'll be like, eh, I'm listening. Yeah, you have my attention because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm at least interested.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's some believability to that. You're not getting me with flat Earth, I promise. But, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. Um, but I also I did. It, this brought up another thing for me with, I read an interesting article about um, when it comes to conspiracy theories and how uh, like it, you know, even for those that, you know, like I would say myself who, who are kind of open into kind of listening to some, the problem is, is that there's some ones out there that are pretty harmful mm-hmm. and it's pretty hard to fight this shit because it, it's always a, um, you know, oh well, you're just in on it, or you're just getting material from the, you know, a source that's in on it, or de- you know, it's it's always they they're, They always have an answer, mm-hmm. no matter if it's right, wrong, believable or not. They they have something to say, so sure. it's just it, it 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 is kind of interesting, um, all of it, because I, I, again. There's some stuff where I can look at and go, man, I could see it. And then, it, you know, even with some of that stuff, people start throwing in all sorts of other shit. And then I'm just like, OK, I'm done. But, yeah. you know, yeah, there's definitely some things out there that have some believability and it's worth at least, you know, just like, OK, I'm listening. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Anyway. OK, moving on to the next one. On to the next topic, then. <laughs> top six. All right. I'm glad we got to this. I'm glad we got to <laughs> this. Okay. Top six. We, we were talking the last time we spoke, the last time we potted. Um, uh-huh. We did a little video game discussion. I think that was the last pod. Anyway, I so I thought it'd be fun to do a little top six video games. So real quick, I'm going to give my list. And then you will give your list. Uh, you know what? You go first. I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> Top six. Or am I putting uh, you on the spot? Shall I go first? On the spot.
1: Just yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Because I'm curious if we have any uh that are like the same.
0: Right. Okay. So I have a good mix. I believe this is why I said six, and I actually have one OLI outside looking in because I'm I'm totally ripping off Dan Levitar. Show with two guys. But my OLI is Dead Space because uh, it's fun and scary as shit. But my nope. number six is Mario Party, and okay. I have reasons behind these. I used to play this all the time uh, back in the drinking days, and then it became like a family game once I sobered up. And the fam has always had a blast playing the Mario Party. So that's one. That one's kind of near and dear to my heart. Number five, Left for Dead Two. This was a game. Hmm. I played the shit out of when I first uh, I'm gonna tell you I felt like the past the, the last few years of my drinking career mm-hmm. and then uh going into um my first like year of sobriety it was kind of hazy I felt like I was out of the loop like I when I sobered up and I got out of the treatment center got my own place like like I, I was just like all, the online gaming had gone crazy. Like it felt like I had been locked up for five years and right. like society was just advanced more cool. than I had. Rem- it was it, it's wild to <laughs> to talk about it, but it's true. And uh, my buddy from work got got to get an Xbox and do, do some online gaming. And we used to play the shit out of this battling zombies and my buddies would get so into it it felt like we were in a goddamn movie because we'd be sitting like oh my god it's got me me So and we just had a blast so that's number five number four hunt showdown that's uh you know there's a lot of battle royale games that had Mm -hmm. come out and uh hunt showdown is just kind of a unique take on that and that's my number four number three um Mortal Kombat Armageddon because I wanted to put a Mortal Kombat in there. And this is my favorite one because I love the old games. But then when they started doing like story modes and they had the grips <laughs> you could unlock with the book, po- like, oh, man, I loved the shit out of that. Me and this one buddy that worked with me at IHOP, we used to work third shift and then we'd go home in the morning, get super drunk for hours and play Mortal <laughs> Kombat. And yeah. uh, so like that game. Yes. And then number two, Mega Man 3 because Mega Man has always been my jam and I just I would I would say the franchise but if I have to pick one Mega Man 3 it's my most played I love the music for it it's awesome and then one had to go BioShock it was a tough decision on where to go with my number one but I think I've never had more fun Playing video games than going through the Bioshock trilogy, particularly Bioshock Two. That is why my bi- my number one video game is Bioshock Two.
1: Good choice. Thanks. Um. So I'm sitting here, and I've been because we 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 brought this up a little while back okay. of making a list, and I've been <clears throat> like racking my brain. Because I feel like I could make a list like this, like per system, right? So putting them all together is is extremely difficult. <clears throat> um, like I know, I know my number one is Path of Exile, which I I still to this day play constantly. Mm. Uh, the the game like. I think I said to you, like, in a way, like, scares the shit out of me because I know when, like, a new league comes out, I'm right. going to for, like, a week or two, and that, like, I'll, I'll get annoyed at something in the game and stop playing it hmm. for, like, you know, six months or however long. And then go back to it and immediately it will have its claws back in. Um the last game that did that to me was Diablo 2.
0: Mm.
1: I was fucking obsessed with it. Um like I would like I'd like cancel plans and mm. just like like no life that game. Um And for me, these are in kind of no particular order. I'm trying to think of what else has done that with me Mm. past. Um, We
0: got about three minutes, I would say. Okay. So real quick, then, in no particular order. um, Sorry I took so long on my...
1: (laughs) No, you're good, bro. Um, Super Smash Brothers Melee. uh, Oh, shit. get, Get me through college. Uh, along with um, uh, Guitar Hero. Mm. Played the fuck out of those games. Um, And... uh, Breath of Fire 3. Which was a... uh, an RPG on uh, the original PlayStation. And... Like, it, it... It came out right around the same time as uh, Final Fantasy VII. Mm -hmm. And so, unfortunately, it, like, kind of fell to the side and got uh, overshadowed by that. But, you know, I... Like, they keep remaking games right now, and I think if I had a choice of any game, it would be that one. And I would... Like, even if they just did a remaster... To kind of get some funds together. Hmm. I I would spend. Whatever it took. To replay that game.
0: I. When I got my new Xbox. I downloaded the remastered. Uh, Bioshock trilogy. Or whatever mm-hmm. it is. The special shit. Um, yep. And I have not touched it since I bought it. Because I know once I start it. That I am just all in. Yep. Nothing else is going to matter. When free time comes up. It's going to be like fucking bioshock So yeah. uh so I have not got to that yet. And the guitar hero man, I could never do that shit. Because mm. to me it was so different than playing a real guitar. Right. But I used to love watching other people play it. But yeah, it it was so hard for me cuz I would want to do like real guitar things and that's not what you really do on guitar here. So it, right. it that was always a fucking hard game for me to play. I had a very hard time doing that. So Kudos to those who could, and I know that guitar players that could play that, but I, I just, for whatever reason, there was a mental block there. I could not, right. could not play the, it worth a shit, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that that was a fun one to watch. <laughs> People jam out on that shit. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, I was going to say, maybe we can squeeze in one more topic, but the Zoom has got about a couple minutes left, and we're about to 20 Seconds. So anything else you want to mention, chat about my friend Brian, before I let you go and get you out of here? Uh nothing at the moment. All right. Well, I think just so we don't get cut off, we'll go ahead and end it a sec early. And uh yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on and bullshitting with me again as always. <laughs> Very much appreciated. You make the shit way easier. And <laughs> I enjoy our conversations. I do, I Thank do. You, so I'm glad you came on. Um, and hopefully we'll see you on the next pod. Enjoy the rest of your day, buddy. You as well. Thanks, for All right, man. Laters. Later. And folks, my mad caps, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Hey, Mad Caps, it's the Mad Chat Ryan MK here with yet another public service announcement for you. So listen up. Many people deal with addiction, have dealt with addiction. They're either going through it themselves or are they seeing a loved one suffer from it? And I personally, I've been on both sides myself and it is not easy. Of course, the first step to fighting addiction is admitting there's a problem and honestly help is not going to help until the addicted get to at least that point, admitting there's a problem. So if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, any kind of addiction, get online, educate yourself, and find what resources are available in your area. caps we are back close up this tea party wrap this shit up and thanks again to mr brian for stopping by to do the wheel with me i gotta admit i was real sloppy during that video i gotta make sure that video the wheel video the, the, whatever not particularly on my game not in my defense because i don't don't want to defend it but again transparency Half those topics were from a couple weeks ago when I was trying to put shit together to get a pot done. Before, you know, stuff in life and holidays and all that. And, uh, and stomach issues. Well, I forget those. But yeah, I did. So I, I probably should have brushed myself up on some of that shit before. So apologies. Not the sharpest of wheels, but it was still fun. Had a great time. And again, thanks to Brian. But we'll do a real quick rapid fire roundup of the last three categories. So I will go ahead and put the timeout on the five minute. I have no idea what I'm doing with the accent. Let's go ahead and start. Get right into it. Crazy spaceship. So, alien life may exist in unexpected places. It's been assumed life would happen mostly near uh metal rich stars, see. Like your sun. Metal-rich star, right, right? Scientists led by Anna Shapiro and astrophysicists looked at the relationship between metallicity me, metallicities, but, uh, something like that, of stars and the habitability of their planets. And they found that while metal-poor stars emit more radiation than ones like our sun, which are metal-rich, the planets around the metal-poor stars have much more robust ozone layers. Which would mean protection for the possibility and potential of life. That's right. That's right. right. So they're saying these are places we never considered before. Once again, this is something Brian and I discussed. Brian and I discussed a while back. They did that life as we don't know it on this article I read. That we got to start looking in places where we're not considered. And this is just another example where, like, hey, we would think, oh, because we live next to a. A metal bridge star. Then life must exist near metal bridge star. No, no. And that's what they're saying right here. This is it right here. What we got? Crazy spaceship. Next category. Bye bye glaciers. Glaciers gone. Own glaciers. Saving the world's glaciers is a lost cause apparently. The last eight years, warmest ever recorded concentrations of CO2 hit new peaks, record highs for sea levels and record temps in the ocean. The UN has come out and said, we're probably (laughs) fucked. Extreme weather to likely continue until the 2060s regardless of what's done now, what steps are taken. We are in trouble, our kids are in trouble. And this is something, it's crazy. The glaciers, the, the, and you look into this article, shit's melting everywhere, rapidly. It, it's just, it, wah, the future of our kids is, 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 is in just a dire, dire way. <laughs> and the, the, the thing is, again, we've done a lot of damage so far already that even... The steps we take now, whatever we do now to reverse this, will still take decades to counteract the negative effects that will still be happening. Makes me angry, but also what do we do? Not smart enough for solutions. Not going fast enough either. Next category and last one, or topic I should say, which is the next conspiracy theory. The next conspiracy theory. This could be uh, revolving around something called 15 minute cities. Now, the idea behind 15 minutes is is an infrastructure thing where you put everything shops, uh, uh, you know, grocery stores, everything within 15 minutes of residential. That way, everything everywhere you want to go within 15 minutes of walking. Okay, that way we try and reduce the cars, reduce these emissions, things like that, and uh, you know exercise, that would be another good byproduct of all of this. Right? Right. So it seems like a good idea, but no, 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 conspiracy theorists taking in a very different direction all over this. They're all over this shit. Hey, it's a means to control. They say, well, uh, we have to stay in our sectors and this and that. And there was apparently this one video of a woman in Canada being told they couldn't go get coffee. There was from this exercise and I want to see if that's some real shit or if that's some bullshit and if some real shit, if it's some real shit, then what's well, there something going on, because I can see, you know, police, keeping people away from a certain area if there was some shit going on. So I would just like to do more context. That's the problem with these online videos, right? These online videos, there's always never enough content. There's always never enough content. I, you know, I said that shit weird. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. But these people, they're throwing onto this, and then, and then, and they think Hunger gates, that's where they're heading when they're talking about 15-minute cities. This is a lot of the anti-lockdown, anti-vaxxers, big on this shit. All part of the Great Reset Theory where everyone is locked inside, which is so stupid. Really? They want all of us locked inside? Don't they have to, you know, I don't know. Don't we have to be out there doing our thing so that they can get rich off of us doing our thing? Like, I'm not sure they necessarily want lockdowns. What the fuck does that do for them? The same thing with like vaccines, vaccines. Well, they're gonna control us and kill. Yeah, that's why they're like, no, you can't take it. No, there's a, that's why there's rules and guidelines that they didn't have one for kids for the youngest kids for the longest time. A lot of this shit doesn't make sense. There we go. Timer's gone off. Rapid refire. You can stop now. Thank you. Thank you, minions well that was an interesting one okay so I have a couple of things I want to hit on and then I got a way I think I'm going to start ending the pod but before that I wanted to discuss the uh, you know the most vile of them all Maybe not of them all, but the vile mega duchess, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She had recently did this 60-minute interview where she called Democrats pedophiles. And and again, there are plenty of those in her party, so I'm not sure where she's getting the, ner- <laughs> the nerve to call the Dems. And, you know, I mean, she could look at her friend. Robert, uh, her husband, just saying. And then, you know, Gates and some of these other people, you know, we could point some fingers, right? We could do that. And then also, you know, going after, you know, the LGBTQ community, you go after that community. Well, then, you know, Marjorie, you should really go after the churches and the youth camps and youth sports. I mean, if you want to save the kids, just saying. So this bitch is on one. Showed up at She was out there protesting, getting drowned out by the New York crowd. I saw this on video. This dude was just laying into her. Just She's walking by and he's just yelling some obscene shit. You know, you got to love New York. You got to love New York. But she's posting wild shit. You know, she's doing her thing. Doing her thing. You know, as they accuse others. Of what they themselves do. Support religion. Well, just fine to an extent for some people, but that's been a place, long been a place of grooming. It's just crazy. These lunatics insist upon religion, speaking of, they insist upon their religion, which is funny, because again, freedom. These people are big proponents of freedom. Yet, you're forgetting one simple freedom, and that is freedom of religion. That's right. Excuse me. That was me crushing a water bottle. Exclamation point on the, the stage. I mean, like, the, you know, the Satanville. AKA Florida. That place is all about freedom. Like freedom of speech, you know. One parent disapproving of a Disney flick about Ruby Bridges gets a cancel for the whole school instead of, you know, just saying my kid's not going to watch that. And... But apparently it's okay for now while it's up for review to see if it should be played. There's a whole long list of Florida's freedoms if you want to get into it. I mean, you think about the don't say gay bill, like I know they don't actually call it that, but seems to a lot of these policies seem to lack you know and freedoms for certain peoples, is all I'm saying. And as Val Kilmer in his portrayal of Doc Holliday would say, uh, the hypocrisy knows no bounds. That was not my greatest Val Kilmer doc holiday. I've done better, but Ooh, th- their hypocrisy knows no bounds. Look at Bobert recently. This bitch has been vigilant about the Bible. By following and this and that. The Bible is law. But her 17-year-old got a 15-year-old pregnant, and now she says uh, she's not going to nitpick what's in the Bible. You got to love when those Christians make exceptions for themselves, right? Real picky and choosy about... I've, I've said it a million times. I really do hate playing one side versus the other. The two party system is archaic and stupid, and a big part of the divide in this country. But this extreme right shit has made it so I can't stay silent. And I can't not lean one way. Because it's clear they want less women's rights, less minorities' rights, more guns, more God. More money, more control. And, you know, for a lot of people who would I'm not a sheep, I'm not a sheep. If you follow Trump, you're a sheep. If you follow religion, you're a sheep. Sorry. It's okay, it's okay. I'm probably a sheep in certain ways, too. I get being suspicious of government. But thinking Trump or any of these fuckers and their Christo-fascist movement, if you think they're the same, do you think they give a shit about you? I have a nice piece of land near a volcano that I'd like to sell you and uh, eat my ass. I just, speaking of guns, more guns, by the way. But we're just, yeah, we're going to do this shit now? Just shoot people up for showing up at the wrong the wrong place? Several incidents like that. I just, what the fuck is up with people? Can't you tell a criminal from a normie? A criminal isn't likely to ring your doorbell while maskless and just, hey. It's just fuckheads trying to get away. With using their precious guns. All because of stained ground laws and shit like that. I was in fear for my safety. It's disgusting. And I do offer condolences to the victims and their families. But I also don't want to sound like everyone else because that's all, all we can ever do. Fucking thoughts and prayers. That's the... Because too many politicians are getting their pockets lined with money from gun lobbyists and... Where do we go? And they've got good part of the nation manipulated into thinking that no more guns is the Yeah, more guns. Let's make. Let's keep those gun makers, gun manufacturers. Let's let's keep those people, the gun people. Let's keep making them rich and richer. Is it richer or more rich? Yeah. Disgusting. But, you know, I don't want to end the tea party on a sour note. Actually, I want to start ending the pod with something I used to do. I used to have it on the wheel, I believe last season. But mad musing. That's right. And for the debut musing, I'm going to be honest. I originally was going to muse about game boards, game boards, board games. God. I've, I've This has been. I tell you what. It's been a fun episode. And I hope it makes you laugh. But I have been absolutely atrocious. All podcast long. So apologies for that. But I did have this morning. I had something in mind to replace. The board game musing. And it was awesome. And then I fell asleep on the couch for an hour. And could not remember it. When I got up. So. I've got something completely different on a subject I mentioned earlier or a topic or whatever. And so that's what I'm gonna get into. And these, I'm not gonna have any notes. Shut my iPad off, no bullet points, no nothing. Just a topic, and I'm gonna free flow and then we're gonna end the pod. That's how we're doing it. So the debut, mad musing, is programs, aka professional wrestling. You see, my love for uh, wrestling began at an early age. Watched it with my father. I had friends in the neighborhood that enjoyed it as well, but my dad would always order the pay-per-views and they would come over to watch. We'd order pizza. It'd be a great time. WWE, or WWF at the time, WCW. And back in that time, I did see some Japanese wrestlers, and I would use, learn years later The WWE used to work with New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is now my favorite promotion. And, you know, in an age where MMA, UFC, that type of thing is becoming a big deal, I guess it, just for me, it's hard, you know, because I have a hard time seeing dudes damage each other's brains like that, right? It, it, I have a hard time with football. I, I often explain... Football. I used to, you know, the big hits, I would be like, oh, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Did you see that shit? Now I can't do it. I see those big hits and I'm like, man, hope dude's brain's okay. You know? There's very much a gladiator spectacle to that shit. And I don't know how comfortable, you know, I would have been back in the day just watching people fight to the death in a gladiator and anything like that. Like, I guess that was part of life back then. But, you know, I, I just, uh, UFC, not something I can, I've uh, you know, when it first came out, I remember watching some Tank Abbott, you know, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. These dudes are beating the shit out of each other. But uh, it was just never something I was super into. And now it's this big whole thing. And you got Dana White running it. it who's a clear piece of shit. Trump supporter. Things this big time got beat, hit his wife. And just no repercussions. And won't pay his fighters enough. He's just, i you could say whatever you want. Like the UFC, don't like the UFC. Dana White, not a great individual. Don't care. Don't care. He could challenge me to a fight. i kick him in his nuts. That's, bad. That's not probably how I would attack. I would just say, I could. I would. I don't give a shit. But the dude's really not, i, I just not a great person, if you ask me. Like his buddy Vince McMahon. Because that's not to say that there's no shadiness to wrestling. Even my New Japan Pro Wrestling, had, there's a wrestler, Kota Ibushi, um, a lot of ba- bad shit that went down between him and the company. And um, so, you know, it's it, it's like many sports and many businesses in general. There's usually a bit of a shady underbelly, right? But I've loved, I, I digress, back to my love for wrestling. Used to watch it with my dad, and there's often days I sit and watch a good New Japan show, and and I'll think of my dad, and man, he probably really would enjoy that, right? But I don't know how much he knew about New Japan pro wrestling, but definitely WWE, WCW, and uh, after he passed, I quit watching it for a while, and um, when my oldest son because I was a high school parent when he was, you know, getting into his tight ty- age and uh, old enough to kind of get into that. He did. And so I kind of got back into it, instantly became a Randy Orton fan. And uh, I like good bad guys. <laughs> and he just had a period of time where he was just, I thought, a really good villain. But it, to me, it's, there got a point where as older, I could just see how things work. And then you start to learn a little more about other promotions. And then the indie circuit, you know, all these underground promotions that exist for people trying to make it wrestlers, trying to make it to the big time, like WWE. And because there's been no, there was no competition for the longest time. WWE. Right. And So you know, there was just a way they do things. They have writers and Vince McMahon always getting involved in what you know. Vince McMahon, by the way, another piece of shit. And by the way, Vince McMahon not only a piece of shit, but now he's showing up with this mustache. I don't know if he's going for like Mexican porn star or something, but looks fucking ridiculous. We're like I'm gonna look different, and everybody's gonna talk about the mustache and not all the bad shit I've done. No. Fucking dude, clearly is a piece of shit. Not being good to his fam. Uh, really mistreated women. Uh, buddies with the Saudis. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of here, Vince McMahon. So Vince McMahon, goodbye. <laughs> but I just got to a point where that I just uh moral purposes didn't want to watch the product and just like as a writer myself I'm just like this is just terrible and from what I you know read read reports and things like writers would get their shit done and then it would get all some of it would get changed by Vince McMahon and then you're like oh man that's fucking everything it just sounds like a terrible place to work but I got away from that and the very you know soap opera aspect of WWE and I started watching New Japan Pro Wrestling Where in Japan, they treat that shit like a sport. So there's not a lot of standing in the ring, talking these ridiculous, again, soap opera type elements to the sport. No. There's matches and then there's press conferences where they do a lot of advancing story and things like that. So, And they don't really have, right? They leave the shit up. They have bookers who handle how they want storylines to go and things like that. But a lot of shit is and they determine winners and things excuse me if i got a burp out there but they let the wrestlers do their thing and be themselves and you know it's just it's such a better product and so much more fun to watch and um yes the results are predetermined i get it but it's not fake What those dudes do, especially if you watch New Japan wrestling, because they beat the shit out of each other pretty good, too. Not to the extent, obviously, of MMA. (laughs) But it's pretty hard hitting. And uh, they do a lot of very athletic shit as well. And they could, you know, really injure themselves severely at any point in time. So for me, I just, uh, you know, it's right up my alley. I, I, you know, it's something I wish my my youngest brother would get into, but he d- is a UFC fan. And for him, wrestling is just fake. So it, 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 to me, it's a choreographed fight dance, you know, and <clears throat> it's all about the story being told throughout the match. That, that's that's what's fun about it to me. So. Um, but anyway, that's kind of my first man music. I uh, I just wish there was a little bit more appreciation um for the world of pro wrestling because you know, you know AEW came along and that's a great alternative to WWE, but it's still you, you know it's a little bit of a mix between WWE and New Japan um pro wrestling. So I just go the AG NJB the N G P W boy, the New Japan route. That, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> so that yeah I, I just um wish more people would give it a chance if I could tell anybody that's ever been into wrestling um sakura genesis it might even be free on new japan world but you know spend 10 bucks to rent new japan world for a month watch a few different shows watch sakura genesis from this year it was just a week or two back and um you'll see some of the best wrestling in the world and it's phenomenal and yeah i I don't know what else to say about it but you know it's it's always been a big thing for me and uh you know was one of those ties to my father and um uh, just can't say enough about it that's why i bring it up on the pod so apologies for you those who don't give a shit but i'd say if you ever gave a shit if you ever been kind of interested you know anything check out some new japan and uh yeah hopefully i'd make a new dragon of you yeah so and for those who like sports you know like me i mean shit. Once we hit that point where there's just baseball on TV, I mean, whew. New Japan is putting out some good wrestling during that time during the summer. So mm, it's it's a it's a good thing to have, must I say. But anyway, all right. That's what I got for you. Not sure how well that went for the first mad music, but you know, it's been an up and down episode. All right. That's what I got for you, mad caps. We're gonna end this tea party. Get the hell out of here. Oh. And we'll call again. All right, my friends. Remember, stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay calm. the Best of us all. And until next time. Mad chatter. Check him out. I'm trying That's yeah. yeah.